Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching Podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking to Erica Wright. She's a relationships coach, and we talk about blame versus responsibility when it comes to launching, but also when it comes to relationship, which also is connected to launching because, you know, when you're launching, you're in a relationship, things can get a little bit, uh, you know, you could get a little bit snappy because you got so much going on. But I'll let you listen to the episode and enjoy that. So stay tuned. Okay, so one quick note before we get into today's episode. Now, we all know creating content takes time, but it will be more effective if you already have mapped out your entire launch so that you know exactly what needs to be done, by when, and by who. Now, if you want to have a stress-free launch, all you have to do is sign up for my free Map Out Your Launch mini course so that you'll have a solid launch plan for your next launch. Now, you'll find the link in the show notes, or you can go to www.kenwestgar.com forward slash launch plan. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Wesker and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right. Welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Westgar, and today I am joined with uh, Erica Wright. Welcome, Erica. Hello, Ken. I'm so happy to be here. It's been it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited Absolutely. to dive in today. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, things take a little while, but, you know, once we kind of get it nailed down, it's, uh, it's fun to finally get a chance to connect with you. Oh, yeah. You know, I hear good things are worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, blame and responsibility, and you are a relationship coach. Yes. Um, and, you know, like I said before we jumped on, my immediate thought about that is, you know, okay, how do we connect that with launches? I mean, okay, resp- you know, I have a relationship with my wife. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see how that connected, but we discussed a little bit before we jumped on and I think we're going to have a really great episode about this. So I'm really excited to dive into that. Um, but before we do it, I would love for you to just kind of let people know, you know, who you are, who you help and how you help them. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Erica Wright, and I am a relationship coach and communication specialist. That's kind of what I like to dive into. And really, I empower people, both individuals and couples, to feel seen and heard and connected um, and appreciated in their relationships. And um, I use a methodology that I created called connected communication. Um, and yeah, really what that is, is it's kind of examining both two conversations, the internal conversation we have with ourselves mm-hmm, all day long, mm-hmm. um, and maybe our inner toddler or inner critic, right? Um, and then of course the external conversation that we're having, you know, with our partner or, um, you know, in the, in the space of launch, like I'm, I'm going to kind of weave in both relationship and, um, launch space throughout this conversation. Cause it just, it all kind of 
it's all all a relationship. We're all always in a relationship with somebody or something or, of course, ourselves. Um, but yeah, looking at both the internal, external conversation and um, uh, yeah, and just kind of like checking out, like I, I distinguish between connected communication and disconnected communication. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like what I want to dive into today is the topic of responsibility versus blame, um, which is exactly like the key difference between connected communication and disconnected communication, um, both mm-hmm. with yourself and, you know, with your partner or, you know, uh, your business partner, right? It doesn't always have to be a romantic partner. Um, and yeah, I will do my best to kind of like, like allow this conversation to apply to (laughs) all sorts of relationships. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's going to be a problem. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But why don't we start off by kind of explaining what the difference is between the connected communication and disconnected communication. Uh, Is that a good place to start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can keep it kind of simple. Um, but really simple. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll keep I'll keep it simple for y'all out there. So yeah, connected communication, like, and we're looking again at both, you know, your connection with self and other. And really, like in connected communication, you're basically saying, like, I own, like, I am responsible for myself, my emotions, my actions, and results. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas on the other side, in disconnected communication, you're like, you might be thinking, I need someone or something else outside of me to change so that I can be happy. And that's, that's where it's like the distinguishing ingredient there is, is really like blame. Blame is the like kind of line in the sand between connected communication um, and disconnected communication. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also the line in the sand between kind of like a victim mentality and like empowered responsible mentality. Yeah. Right, yeah, because yeah. it seems like the disconnected is in terms of the circumstances that you you blame the circumstances around you because things are not the way you want it to be. Yes. Yeah, and and really, what you're blaming you're blaming circumstances or somebody else's behavior, um, like on like you're saying like I feel this way, I'm unhappy, I'm pissed off because of you, mm-hmm. right? Um, which kind of like can lead me right into the, my definition of responsibility, which is kind of a two part piece, just so we can kind of, um, kind of create a little container for what we're actually talking about here. And so Mm -hmm. my definition of responsibility is, it's kind of an interesting one, but it's, it's the act of gathering up all of your power and willingly handing it over to another person or situation outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of part one. And then piece two to the definition is um, like when you're taking responsibility, it's your ability to control and be empowered with how you respond in this to a situation or a person and therefore be in control of how you feel. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about here is what I'm and what I'm inviting you into is taking responsibility for how you feel, your emotions. Cause that's, that's, <laughs> that's what we're after here. Like the pretty much everything we do or don't do is all, is all in an effort to feel better. Typically doesn't always mm-hmm. get that result, but yeah. And we, we do tend to say, you know, I don't, I didn't do this because I feel something. So yeah, you connect it to the feeling yeah. instead of actual the action or the thoughts that you have around it. Right. Right. 
Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, um, uh, yeah. And of course, like I want to like weaving this back into launches, right? Like, so yes, I look at the world and my work is in romantic relationships for the most part, sometimes the mother daughter one, cause that's also close to my heart, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So, but like taking responsibility to like in launch mode, right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you and I were talking a little bit earlier about, well, like let's look at launching and relationships in this lens. And, you know, for instance, uh, like say you are, going into launch, you know, you know that you have this coming up. You also know that sometimes you are a little like stressed, (laughs) you know, in launch. And when you're actually in launch, sometimes, you know, there can be overwhelm things pop up that you Mm -hmm. don't expect. Right. And so like, you can even take like pre responsibility as you're going into launch mode. Like if you are living with somebody, whether it's a romantic partner or roommate, um, whoever it may be, right. Like letting them know, Hey, I'm going into launch mode. And, you know, it's not to like excuse your actions or shortness or snappiness with them at all. That's like, that's another thing you could take responsibility (laughs) for, but at least like warming them up to like, Hey, like I'm going to be in launch mode. And I know like, I'm not always the best version of myself sometimes (laughs) in, you know, (laughs) like things happen. It's like Uh, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so like, you know, taking responsibility to like make a request to like, just say, Hey, you know, if I, if, if I say something that feels short or snappy or critical Mm -hmm. toward you, will you give me the benefit of the doubt that it's, it's not about you? Um, it's something going on in my world, maybe something, you know, but something crashed, you know, who knows what could happen in launch, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So just kind of like warming them up for, for, for that week. And, um, but then, yeah, like, you know, when you're in launch mode too, like really checking in and say, you know, um, something happens and you're supposed to go live and the internet crashes, right. Checking in with like, okay, so that's a circumstance that happened. And then looking at, well, I'm now I'm feeling frustrated, angry, embarrassed that that happened, you know, and I know mm-hmm. these people are waiting for me to go live right now. Right. So, but what we miss, so it seems that it, it appears as though that it's the internet crashing, you know, that circumstance that made you feel, you know, angry, but what mm-hmm. we miss is like the middleman of, of the thought, the thoughts that you have about the situation is what actually triggers that emotion. Right. So that's, that is like really like the, the, the bread and butter of the work I do is like thought work. It's like examining the thoughts that are creating our reality. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a story around exactly that. Um, Cause I was doing a webinar and Mm -hmm. it was going perfectly fine. Everything's good. Uh, Suddenly the whole block is dark is pitch black. The power is out. Mm-hmm. And there I'm sitting in the middle of a webinar and I have no way of communicating with people like, Hey, I'm still here, but <laughs> I don't have internet. I don't have any lights. I don't have anything. So like I could easily just go blame the whole power outage and be angry about that. But obviously that wouldn't do any good, but I managed to figure out, you know, okay, I can use the, um, my phone, the 3G on my phone is good enough to just keep the Wi-Fi going on uh, my computer, connect to that, yeah. get back online and do it. And I was sitting there pitch black and all, all I had was the light from the screen. And yeah. it's like, 
okay, hey, I'm back. Um, the power's out. <laughs> but but we're here and we're gonna finish it. Yeah. And yeah, so we made it work and it's I guess the whole point of that story is exactly the thought process that happened right there is that I didn't go into any blame mode or anything like that. I kind of figured out, okay, how I can deal with this, how I can find a solution instead of trying to go out and just be pissed off about it, basically. Right. Yeah. And then look at the result that was available to you standing mm-hmm. in response, response ability, right? It's like you choose, like you're in charge of your ability to re- how you respond to that situation and who you're being in that moment. And, you know, what was available to you standing in responsibility and empowerment is like, okay, I'm just going to figure this out. And we're just, I'm going to finish this. What, like where there's a will, there's a way, um, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you could have gotten a completely different result. If you go into like blame victim mode there, which is like, oh, like there's nothing I can do. And just, mm-hmm. you know, sit in that, um, emotion of anger, like the emotion of frustration and anger, and maybe even like shame or embarrassment could right. result yep. in you just walking away, like just, you know, throwing the laptop That's out the it. window and <laughs> not yet. Right. So, which that's just not going to get you the result that you want ultimately. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful stuff. Um, and, and like, again, like I want to bring it back to like the thought work. Cause that really is like where mm-hmm. you can start to um, shine some light is like, you had a specific thought that triggered, you know, the emotion of like, maybe just like, determination or commitment or like empowerment that then had you take the action and get the result that you did. Um, and so looking at like, you could have had a completely different thought there that would have triggered Absolutely. a whole domino effect of different, you know, a different you emotion. Had a total meltdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, like in, in relationship when we're looking like applying that to like partnership, um, it, it sometimes like, again, like sometimes it seems like the, the, the stimulus and response sometimes are so close together that it's easy to, um, it's easy to blame. It's easy to point a finger to something outside of yourself. And, um, yeah, it just, you know, like it, it doesn't, it just doesn't create the results that you want. In, in your business or in your relationship. And um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great way to s- start to look at this stuff is like, am I getting the results that I want? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. What can I take responsibility for in shifting, in changing? <laughs> exactly. um, yeah. Now I believe that, you know, like um, James Wedmore also says that, you know, Whenever there is something happening, there's always something that you can learn from it. There's an opportunity to yeah. learn from a lesson. Yeah. Instead of going into this blame victim mode that you're talking yes. about here. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Because as long as you're as long as you're gi- giving your power away to someone or something else, yeah, you're giving up. Like you are giving up the opportunity for the lesson because mm-hmm. when you point a finger, what is you know, what is there for you to do? Nothing. If you're saying I'm not in control of this, like it's up to this person to change their behavior or, um, you know, something else needs to change. Like then there's, you just sit there and you wait (laughs) for something else to change so that you can be happy. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's like it, you're just, yeah, you're, you're being pushed around. You're, um, you're the way you feel and the results that you get are just 
yeah, it's just you're just mm. waiting around for for your environment to change. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's where where that's where this all comes into play. And um, yeah, like uh, looking at because because I will say that you know <laughs> being in the relationship space, I w- people sometimes have a hard time kind of like seeing like seeing this play out. So I could share a little kind of story um, that from my, one of my personal experiences to kind of show you like how this plays out. Um, so, okay. (laughs) So one of my, um, one of my partners, ex-partners, um, like would wake up way earlier than I would. And I would always sleep in. And, um, I, as a projector, human design, (laughs) I need a lot of rest. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and but I did I didn't kind of know I didn't know my human design at this at this point either. But I was just like I knew that I slept a lot. I knew that I mm-hmm. needed a lot of rest. Um and sometimes when I would wake up, he would kind of he'd be like, Oh, just waking up, huh? You know, and give me this little like <laughs> this little right. smirk just and uh-huh. and so I, and I realized I was starting to feel like shame around that. Like he said it a couple of times and I was like, Whoa, like I'm feeling shame here. What is this about? Mm-hmm. And it was like very easy for me to be like, oh, like he's he's calling me out, like he's being kind of like a dick here, like well, huh. like just just because I'm sleeping in, right? And I caught myself kind of like in that pointing finger blame mode, like you're the reason why I'm feeling shamed and embarrassed, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I I was able to you know phone a friend. <laughs> Always great to have an outside perspective, right? <laughs> and what this person said was. Like knowing who, you know, your, your boyfriend is like, it's, that seems like a pretty just like playful, like totally harmless comment. And like, what if maybe, maybe he's just jealous that you get to sleep in, you know, or maybe like, yeah, he wishes he could sleep in with you. So she kind of gave me this other perspective. And what I got was, is that in, I could, I could borrow her thought because I was able to catch that. So I was able to like, look at like, okay, what is the thought? It's not my boyfriend saying these words to me that is making me feel shame. It is the thought that my brain Mm -hmm. spit out in the moment that is contributing to the feeling of shame. And what I was able to do upon reflection is go back and look and see that my thought about that comment was actually, um, he thinks you're lazy and, you know, you should be being more productive um, rest is like it rest is bad, basically. Mm-hmm. Like you're just you're lazy and worthless. Like that was the thought wow. that actually contributed to the shame. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to realize that and and then borrow my friend's thought, which was like, oh, maybe he's just he's just like playing around with you and just like jealous that you get to sleep in. Then that triggers a whole new feeling in my system. And um yeah. And like that feeling was just, just like, oh, like just kind of like playfulness, humor, con- like connection, like maybe longing, like, oh yeah, I wish he could sleep in with me too. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it was a whole different experience. Um, yeah. And then, and you mentioned kind of like the lesson. So yeah, like in my taking responsibility in, in like for how I feel in that moment, right. Um, I got to learn a lesson. I got to reflect on myself because this is kind of, this is, this taking it like a level deeper, right? Like, so why did my brain spit out that negative 
critical thought about myself versus the thought that my friend chose to think. Like, that's where I got to look. So what I got to see is that, like, in that moment, like, my boyfriend was just a mirror for my own thoughts and belief systems about myself and about, you know, just the world and how it works. And so what I got to see is that, like, I had this belief that, you know, rest is for the week. Rest is bad. Um, You must keep being productive. And so, yeah, I got to kind of see that, like, I had thrown resting and and stillness and recharging into my shadow. Like, I had rejected that piece of me because growing up, I, you know, I had a family that was very go, go, go and no time to rest and be productive and no time to sit around and do nothing. (laughs) And yeah, I got to like, I got to see what was in my subconscious in, in that taking of responsibility. I got to learn the lesson and, and integrate that, that piece of me that I had rejected. (laughs) It's um, yeah. It's so funny to see like how powerful your thoughts are and the fact that you actually do control them. But obviously, you need to get to that stage where you can actually catch them and start reframing them and just get aware of where is this coming from? Like you, you start really digging down to it and just getting to the bottom of it. And it's, yeah, that's like a wow moment when you actually understand that, wow, this is, this is what I decided to connect this with. And that was just a, like an immediate response that you didn't even think about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it, it also like my immediate like my brain automatically spit out a self-critical thought, right? Mm. And so that was also insight into kind of like my psyche and my subconscious. And um, wow, like what beliefs do I have about myself? Like where is my self-worth at? Where is my self-love at? And um, yeah, and like what's what's lingering in the background that I wouldn't have seen otherwise? Like if he hadn't made that comment – Um, It probably would have been a different situation, but it gave me an opportunity to be like, no, like, and again, as James, as we know, James Wedmore says, is like, rest is part of the work, Mm. especially like when we're launching, right? Like, totally. Like, otherwise, burnout is where we're headed. Yeah. (laughs) Also been there. (laughs) I mean, that probably happens like, let's do the 80-20 rule and like 80% of the time people watching, they get some kind of burnout or not necessarily go to burnout but they get exhausted because it's so much energy that you put into this and it takes a lot of energy from you yeah being in a launch mode so yeah yeah totally yeah, it's crazy and it's not just that but the fact that you know you did it you got the human design as well which will tell you that you are the type of person who do need to get that type of rest <laughs> yes right? Yes. It's okay to be you. It's okay for you to sleep in. It's okay for you to be lazy, uh, so to speak. But you're not being lazy. You just, that's what you need to, you know, be more effective, be more productive. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely true. And yeah. And even, you know, looking at my human design, um, like part of me exploring that is like taking that. It's another version of taking responsibility is like that self-awareness of like, Mm what's my makeup and, you know, what do I need? Um, but then, you know, also with human design, like, or, or any, you know, any of these personality type things, right. It's also like, you're not like stuck in what, you know, an, another kind of 
system says that you are either. Like, right. yeah. you know, just because like, oh, I, I I could also be like, oh, I'm a projector. I just need to sleep all day and I can't work. <laughs> right. Like I could take, yeah. I could, I could victimize that piece as well. Right. So yeah, there's always kind of this, this balance to, to dive into. And um, yeah, that's right. That's a very good point. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, like also the balance, like looking at, you know, when it comes to blame too, like blame and responsibility, like just things might not be your fault, right? Like, and that doesn't mean that you have the responsibility to change them or shift Mm -hmm. them or whatever it may be. Um, Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, blame versus responsibility in terms of, you know, let's say you're having a VA. Yes. So I, I have, it was actually this week where my VA who has the podcast is probably listening as we talk now. Yeah. So, hey, Andrew, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We all have a VA story. <laughs> yeah. It's not your fault, no, Andrew. <laughs> exactly. But that's the point. It was not his fault. Uh, yeah. Because it was, uh, he's creating graphics for this podcast and mm-hmm. it was just, you know, minor things like, you know, need to capitalize each letter in the title and, um, you know, break up the, the title in more like, I guess my OCD got to me, but, you know, make a little bit more so it looked like streamlined a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and I could easily just blame him and say, you know, why didn't you do this? You've done this in the past, blah, 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 all that stuff. But instead, I just kind of looked, okay, let's take responsibility here and explain to him that I want it this way. And then I understood that, okay, I did not put any of this into the process. I haven't even talked about it. This has just been mm. in my head, obviously. Yeah. So nobody knows, but it's just kind of, it's worked up until now and yeah. somehow it slipped and that's okay but and he appreciated the feedback yeah and that and that's what that's what it was it was a feedback and we kind of just yeah totally and you're both able to kind of learn and grow from that situation and yeah i mean <laughs> when i'm hiring on vas like responsibility and integrity are two of the things that i talk about first and mm-hmm. um yeah my promise to my vas is always like I will look at my side first. Like you can count on me to not point a finger at you. I will own that. Like, wow, like maybe I just thought, oh, they telepathically knew what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I will own that like, oh, wow, I, I, I will give you the benefit of the doubt that like I maybe didn't communicate that, you know, exactly Mm -hmm. how I expected it to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I guess is that, you know, ex- expectation versus what they expect from you as well, that sure. there's some kind of disconnect with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, expectations will break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. We all have our own model of the world and model of reality. And, you know, if you actually take the time to like step into somebody else's world and belief systems, you're like, oh my God, I totally get why you did what you did. And I totally, you know, you can see like why what they did or said makes sense given their mm-hmm. model of the world. Um, yeah. And and that's, that's like that dance that just is beautiful to step into, whether it's with your VA or your business partner a client, of course, a romantic relationship or even a friendship, um, you know, like, like taking the time to seek to understand, like you might be mad, you might be frustrated, but like, 
taking the time to like understand why they did what they did or said what they said um, is another way of kind of taking responsibility. Like, you know, looking at, um, you know, in partnership, right? Like say your, your wife says something super snappy to you and whatever, you know, looking at like asking the really hard question, how did I co-create this result? Like, Mm. what is my role in this dance? Like how, you know, it takes two to tango, so they say, right? Like, so it's it's probably not, you know, just we don't snap at each other just out of nowhere, typically. <laughs> right? No, we don't. Yeah. yeah t- you know, usually there's something else going on, bubbling around in the background, something that maybe was swept under the rug and not completed. And um, yeah, it's just like, that, I, I'd say that's like one of the hardest questions to ask. Like if something happens... Um, you know, whether it's in your business or in a relationship that you don't like, just asking yourself that question, you know, what was my role in this, in this result that's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it's a hard one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I see that with my son as well. Um, just today, actually, mm-hmm. where we kind of, we're going to this school thing where they show us what they were doing this past couple of months. And, um, you know, for some reason, he had the expectations of we go there and we look at the his stuff and his sister stuff, and he could go out and do some skateboarding on the ramp while we're there. And we agreed to that, but he had an expectations of how long that would mm. be. Mm-hmm. But we didn't bother asking, and he didn't communicate that to us mm, either. Yeah. So yeah. obviously that's going to crash and yeah, it ended as it usually is and it's a tantrum and uh, we kind of understand that, you know, you need to communicate to us if you have a different expectations because we, this is what we said, but obviously you had a different expectation from that and mm-hmm. we need to communicate that. So yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and you can yeah. tie this up to anything. I oh mean. yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Expectations. Um, <laughs> that could be a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, um, being in a relationship. I mean, a lot of listeners probably have some kind of, whether it's a boyfriend, a wife, husband, partner, some kind, um, when they're launching. And you, we talked a little bit about, you know, setting the expectations, I guess, for, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in launch mode. But what are some things that we can do to make sure that we yeah, don't end up in these situations where things are not communicated well or we end up in this blame victim? Yeah, yeah totally. And um, yeah, my experience of this um, is that like I move very fast and mm-hmm. I sometimes expect others to just be on board with what I'm doing and where I'm going and, and my plans and my schedule. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, Erica, um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> happening? I didn't even know you were launching. Like that's yeah. happened before where I'm just like so engrossed and moving so fast. And it's like, um, you know, the partner I was living with at the time was like, I, I didn't, I knew that it was coming up, but I didn't really know that it was this week. And, Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, just starting with like sharing your calendar, like putting, you know, letting them know because launches are a big freaking deal. It takes, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of prep work usually involved and a lot of moving parts. And, um, you know, your focus is probably going to be 
on that, like 110% on that launch, which means some of your focus from your, you know, relationship, um, you know, or whoever you're living with is, is going to be, you know, taken away a little bit. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be that way, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's finding that balance. And, um, you know, I've found that just letting my partner know ahead of time, like, Hey, this is the week. And like, kind of here's my schedule. And even like inviting them to my, you know, like shared calendar. Right. So he Mm -hmm. knows like, okay, I'm going to be going live from this hour to this hour. That means, and sharing the expectation. Like that means like, please don't enter the room. Um, don't be talking on the phone, <laughs> you know, like peace and quiet, please. And, you know, of course in this past year, we've all been living on top of each other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all working from home, most of us. Um, so yeah, just like, um, being completely transparent with and advocating for what your needs are too. Um, cause that's, that's another thing. It's like, expectations and needs. Like, um, it it is our responsibility to make sure that our needs are met. Like whether that's a need for silence during, you know, a live in your Mm -hmm. lunch, or that's a need to have more emotional connection, you know, with your partner. Um, we, yeah, we can't like just expect that our partner is going to know what we need. Or um, understand, or even understand what we. I, need. I mean, they might not even understand what you. What, what is a launch? I yes, mean, yes, yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Launch? I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, it's so true. I, I found that actually with a couple of my friends who were like, um, kind of rec- wanting my attention um, during my one of my last launches and like wanting mm-hmm. to hang out, and I would just be like, "No, I'm launching," and they're like, <laughs> "That means nothing to me." <laughs> I'm like. Yo. What does yeah. that mean? You know? Um, yeah. Um, and realizing too, like that I'm launching, this is something that I kind of had to own and and catch for myself. Cause the answer to that question was it, that means that during this week I'm unavailable and probably more stressed out than I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa, I can take full responsibility for again, my emotion, which was feeling stressed and it's like, okay, do I have to feel stressed during this launch? <laughs> what thoughts am I having that are contributing to like this freak out mode? <laughs> um, again, always coming back to the thoughts because it's not the launch that was causing my emotion of stress. Right. Yeah. That was a huge one for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's easy to blame, like I said, you know, the circumstances. The circumstances. The launch, but Yeah. But obviously, you know, if you do do the planning, you have everything worked out before you actually get to the launch week and you actually, then you can actually schedule some time with your friends. Because, I mean, honestly, when you're in a launch, it would be good for you to just, you know, get out of the house, spend time with your family, with your friends. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, you don't really have to be on 24-7 when you're on launch. That's not the point. Right. If you do that, that's that's the you know recipe for burnout, obviously. Yes. Yeah. But, the uh, rest, the rest is part of the work. <laughs> yeah. 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 But obviously, yeah, blaming the circumstances is obviously not the thing, but the thoughts around it, that's um that's what's causing it. Yeah. And you know, this is a question that I wanted to ask you is is what are some of the thoughts that you have when you're going into launch or when you're in launch that contribute to feeling maybe confident, um, 
at peace, maybe excited rather than like, what are the thoughts that might lead to like feeling stressed or overwhelmed or not good enough? Oh, <laughs> that's a big question. Obviously. Ooh, I can um, answer too. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously I think it's, I think it's a lot with, um, you know, one of them things is being detached from the outcome of the launch mm. because that's going to, you know, if you were expecting something, you set maybe a few goals for the launch. And, you know, if those goals, you don't meet those goals, you don't meet the expectations that you set for yourself. And that's going to make you feel really bad about yourself. And you're going to say a lot of things to yourself. That's not really good for you. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's easier said than done to kind of detach from it. But if you actually can do that and just enjoy being in launch and going through the process and learning a lot from it and just looking at it as an experiment yeah. instead of, you know, being, Oh, I need this money. I need to get this done. I need to have that many people come in or something like that. That's just going to stress you out. I think that's probably one of the biggest ones. Yes. To be honest. Yeah. Being attached to an outcome for sure. That mm. the commitment versus attachment distinction. Yeah. Yeah huge. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other one good ones? Um yeah, you know, I think that um like for me uh it's pro- it's like something around imposter syndrome um mm. and yeah. It's it's looking at like, you know, a thought that is empowering to me that has me just feel kind of calm going into launches like I have everything that I need to be powerful in, in this launch with these people that come into my world. Like I am whole and complete. Like I am perfect as I am right now. And like me just being, uh, you know, like generating, like being like, Oh yeah. It's also, it's like not even cause I'll get caught up in like, what am I doing and what am I saying? And I need to say the right words and the right phrases. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I got, like, honestly, halfway through my last launch, finally, is it's like, I just, if I just show up and be inspiring, be mm-hmm. confident, be powerful for these people, like, they're going to get something out of it. <laughs> the words will flow. Like, it's fine. I don't have yeah. to have everything prepped and planned. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's always easy to kind of compare yourself to, you know, other people who are a few steps ahead of you. Sure. Oh man. And that's going <laughs> to totally ruin everything for you. But just remember that, you know, there's also a p- few people that's two steps behind you. Yeah. Who's looking at you. Yeah. The same way. So no point. So I mean, true. you're on your own journey. So don't stress out about what everybody else is doing. You are on your own journey and you take the time that you need to kind of work things out for you. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I did that a lot in the past, just looking at people who just, you know, working full time on their business instead of having a, you know, a day job or, you know, wife, kids, all of that, the activities that they have to go to. I mean, it's just so many hours in a day, you know, and uh, I can only do so much with the time that I have versus Mm -hmm. somebody else who has a full time of, um, of a work day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And even that, it's like, you can, you can choose, the sentence in your head that you have about that, that like can either leave you feeling empowered or disempowered, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even with that circumstance of like, Oh, I don't have as many hours in a day as these other people do. 
Um, right. Yeah, it's like you could use that as a way to disempower yourself and um, yeah, just taking responsibility for how you how you feel really um, and examining those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, because I'm kind of like an action person, I like to I like to give you like something to take away and like do. I'd love to share kind of a few questions that I came up with that will actually kind of like help you apply taking responsibility to your life. Like this is kind of like sort of a little bit of the how, like how do I get started? Like really taking responsibility here. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yeah, I'll share those with you guys. And um, it all starts with awareness. It all starts mm-hmm. with that. Like just um, step like, one. <laughs> yeah. Step one, start watching yourself think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> start separating out your thoughts from your who you are, right? Like you are not your thoughts as, as we know. Um, so yeah, like looking at, and, um, this again can apply to anything, but again, my lens is of course through relationships, but yeah. So uh, some of these questions are that you can maybe start to journal on is, you know, like where in my life is this blame victim thing happening? Like just kind of like, where am I blaming? Where am I pointing a finger? Where am I willingly giving up my power to someone else? or something else, right? Like what relationships is this happening in? Um, is it, where is it happening in my business, um, friendships, uh, whatever it may be. Um, and you can actually like, one way I like to do this is, is like write down all the complaints you have, <laughs> like, especially the repetitive complaints, because I mm. guarantee you <laughs> in that repetitive complaint, um, you know, whatever it may be like, oh, this VA just like never does it right. Like whatever it is, or my partner is like always criticizing me. Um, like just write down those repetitive complaints. Cause that'll start to bring some awareness into where you might be blaming. Um, and then asking the question, um, who, yeah, who or what, am I trying to change so that I can feel better? Like what person, what behavior, what circumstance um, am I like trying to control or change so I can feel better? Um, And then what is the change that I'm waiting around for? Like, what am I expecting here? Um, How am I expecting to feel? How am I expecting them to be? Um, And then also like, what, what would that emotional relief look like? Like, let's say that person or circumstance changed, like, what would that look like? How would that feel? Um, what thoughts might you be having? Um, and then, and then, you know, asking that question, like, what, what changes am I afraid of making? Like, I'm just sitting back waiting for other people to change. Like, what am I afraid Mm -hmm. of changing? Like, what, why am I afraid to take responsibility maybe? Like what what would that mean if I was responsible for all of the circumstances in my life? <laughs> That's a heavy question. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. What would I make that mean about me? Like, yeah, just going there. It's probably something along the lines of like, I'm not good enough and, you know, whatever our inner critic likes to spit out. But those are the thoughts that we've got to start catching. And that's what doing this exercise is just going to be helpful for is like um, seeing, starting to to reveal the thoughts that are lying around in your subconscious mind. Um, and like ultimately the real question that I love to ask is what is, what is something new? What's a new thought that I can choose to think that would offer myself that internal relief, that internal peace? Like 
however I'm seeking to feel, however I want to feel, whether that's happy or loved or connected, validated, good enough, you know, like what's a new thought that I could think to, to actually create that emotion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love all of that. And um, obviously, this is a process that takes time. I mean, yes. it's not just flip a switch and all right, I'm aware and we're going to change the thoughts yes. and we're going to find a new thought and ooh, there we go. <laughs> I yes. Mean, it takes a lot of work and you need to continuously work on it and eventually you will get better at it and start catching things more quickly and start reframing and getting new thoughts and all that stuff. But yeah, you need to put in some work. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is, it can kind of feel like the mountain with no top, um, which is a beautiful thing. Like we're just, there's so many layers to us and, you know, new circumstances, new people will come in and out. Our partners might shift and change and like, you know, reflect back new pieces of ourselves that we've never noticed before. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it is an ongoing process and, um, yeah, like just have compassion for yourself in this process. Um, yeah, this it's isn't not like an, you're perfect. And, no, you know I mean? it's no. just about catching that thought and yes, getting aware of it and yeah, switching. Right, yeah, like starting to notice when you're blaming. That is just like the very first step. Is like, oh, I feel disempowered, and I'm waiting for them to change. Right, like, huh? Let's you know go back and answer some of those questions. I. Um, rattled off, right? And like, okay, let's start to explore this. Like, what's, what is that person or situation mirroring to me? Mm. Um, You know, what am I judging in them that I might actually be judging in myself? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I did actually have uh, a lesson that I learned the other day, and I did not see the lesson at the moment. Okay. It happened. um, Because we... In Norway, we have to change uh, for winter tires when the winter coming. And um, so when we do that, you might have to fill up some air into the tires to make sure they, you know, leveled and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I go to the gas station, fill up the tire. And for some reason, the valve to fill up the tire breaks. And I've never, ever experienced that for the 20 years I've been driving cars. Yeah. And, it, you know, the air just and it's flat. There I am with no tire and flat tire, and what do I do? So, I was I got my wife to help me out, and she came with a new tire, and we got got it fixed. But it wasn't until because I was standing and just like, what is the lesson here? I really can't see it. You're like, there's no lesson here. But a couple of days later, when I you know delivered the tire to the uh, I guess tire dealership, they can fix the tire, and he says, you know, well this valve is made of aluminum and they tend to break mm, it's like mm-hmm. oh really yeah aha uh-huh. so like that's the lesson so i need to be careful with this specific valve and tire because they will break if you're not careful mm-hmm. that's what's the lesson but i i did not see it yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny yeah All things kind of yeah work Just out like, when, hmm. kind of, when you're actually looking for it obviously though Sure. Yeah. If you're starting to to shine your light and and move your focus to looking for the lesson, oh my gosh, yeah, that's an empowering place to be. Like, how did this happen for me? What is the lesson here? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it can be something as simple as that. It's just like, oh, this material 
needs to be handled with care. Like, yeah, yeah, it can be as simple as that. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be any big life changing moments. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe in the future I should, could have a tire with a different material and that would save. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Happening again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yep. Mm hmm. Is there anything that you feel like that we haven't talked about that we haven't shared that we should be talking about sharing? Mm. Well, one thought I'll just share um, that actually came from a um, a research study where a um, hundred couples were kind of interviewed and spoken to and asked like, you know, what do you need and what are you struggling with? And, you know, what are you hoping for? And just kind of like getting in the world of these hundred couples and um, the takeaway, uh, the biggest kind of takeaway that these couples said that they like really were like craving and wanting and desiring was not better tools for communication was not, um, you know, like a better sex life was not, uh, you know, their partner to change what these couples wanted, like unanimously across the board was actually to know that they're not alone in their struggles. Like they wanted to know that they weren't the only ones struggling with taking responsibility, Right. you know, that they weren't the only ones dealing with trust issues or communication breakdowns. And, um, yeah, cause this stuff like just isn't, because we put like, quote unquote, our problems kind of like into the shadow, into the shame category. Like, oh, if you're in a relationship and you're having issues or you're running a business and you're run- having breakdowns, it's like, that's something to be embarrassed about or shamed about. And like, you know, we put up this mask that everything's fine behind the and behind the curtain. It's, you know, it's not. And then there's shame from that. And so, yeah, just bringing to light that like, we are all in this together. We are all on, we are all, you know, on some journey, learning some level of some lesson. Um, we are all here to, you know, raise our consciousness and we can do that in relationship, which is so beautiful, like using each other as our mirrors and, and reflecting, you know, our beliefs and, and, what's hiding in our subconscious mind back and forth to each other. It's like, we're all in this work together. And, um, yeah, just taking away that like you are not alone. Like if you're struggling with something in your relationship or in your business or in life, like there is somebody else out there, many, many other people who are dealing with the exact same thing. Um, and yeah, like, and the beauty in that is that because there are so many people dealing with the exact same struggles, um, is that there are solutions. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're dealing with, like there, it's the problem has probably already been solved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so reach out for help and, you know, there's no shame in, in asking for help and finding a mentor and in hiring a coach or a therapist, like this, this is the space that we're in. And I think, yeah, we're, we're in a beautiful, um, place in time where, um, shame is being starting to be set aside for, you know, asking for help. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just, I, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> oh, I love that. I yeah. Love that. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to wrap this up and say thank you. Um, uh, but obviously I want 
people to be able to connect with you. So where can they reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I am both on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and actually Facebook. And my handle is at the right Erica. And that's my last name. Had to use it, you know. So W-R-I-G-H-T um, E-R-I-C-A um, at the right Erica. And um, yeah, within both of my profiles, you can hit that milkshake link and um, find out how to connect with me. Um, I do, if you are interested in exploring what it would be like to work with a coach, um, I do offer free consultation kind of discovery calls. So yeah, feel free to find me on TikTok or Instagram. um, And yeah, just hit that link. And there's all sorts of ways to connect with me there. Awesome. And we'll link up everything in the show notes so that people have something to click through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A little absolutely. bit easier. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I do have, um, I, I will share the, the click through link with you, but I do have a seven yeah. days to create connection in your relationship. Um, and we definitely dive into responsibility in one of those days. And <laughs> I give you a few steps on how to actually start creating that. And um, yeah, and and the other thing too is like, um, just in, you know, in those steps, like you'll be surprised, like some of the things that I suggest are pretty simple. Sometimes it's, it's the little things that make mm-hmm. the biggest difference in so our true. relationships, maybe our businesses too. <laughs> it's, it's the little, it's the little things that count sometimes just that little, thank you, that little pat, like kiss on the cheek or acknowledgement mm-hmm. that that really can make the difference. And yeah, just a simple thank you for yeah. taking out the dishes, oh, whatever. Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have to be this grand, crazy change. Um, I'm giving you very, like, simple, easy action steps that you could really do in, like, less than five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Perfect. Yes. All right. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show and um, sharing your expertise with us. Um, I think this was a really interesting conversation that we had. So yes, appreciate I that. do too. Yeah. Bridging relationships and launching all into one. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew it was possible? <laughs> Leave exactly. it to me. Um, well, Ken, thank you so much. And just a pleasure to be here and connect with you. And um, yeah, anyone who has questions, um, I do respond to my DMs on, on my socials. Um, yeah reach out. I'm here for you. So let me know if you need me. (laughs) Yes. Reach out. Um, Thank you so much for everybody who's been listening this week and we'll catch up again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D and drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch and I'll catch you in the next episode.